the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Filling in for Arthur Idala today is executive producer of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Joan Pelzer. And we are live on a Thursday night, August 3rd. Arthur Idala is taking a much needed respite in honor of his wife, Mary Ann Bertuna's birthday. And I am so honored to be Aww. here with you all. I know. Aww. Aww. It's Joni Pelzer with Sam Bellino sitting evening. across from me. How are you? Nice I to am, see you in studio. I know. It is really nice. And thank you for the water and the hug. Because I needed a hug when I came in. I was a little, like, stressed about doing the show because I want to do a good job. And on my right-hand side is the beautiful redhead, Joseph Sibelia. Yes, you, you really were f- a big fan of the hair right now. It's, I it's am on a the big long fan. side. I have and to get a cut desperately. It's like, your it's hair like is looking a little fingers. shorter today, Well, Joe. I am a model for L'Oreal. So I went to L'Oreal today and got the whole I can't believe I know bottle. a model. You know a model. I'm impressed. I mean, I know Carol Alt a little bit. I figured maybe I know Carol Alt as well as actually you. I loved going to L'Oreal. I got my hair cut, colored, styled. I was part of a little uh, group event today. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. So I'm excited to have you two with us. And Alex isn't with us today because he was with you this morning. Yes, and he'll be with us again tomorrow morning. On the famous Joe Piscopo show. This is what happens when everyone takes vacation at once. There's like three people here who end up doing everything. (laughs) The three of us. And last night I hosted. But I was in the office, and then tomorrow you're hosting. On I the am. Show. I'm kind of like bridging the. It's like a slow transition or a transformation. We go from Joan to you and I to just me. Yeah, tomorrow. and then I pass the baton. So, and it's unfor- it's an unfortunate transformation because you're far more attractive than I am. So oh. it would be, you know. Oh, I gotta love wow, him. Don't you? Thick Lay it on. See, dirty Norman. Nose. See, I'm trying to be nice because I know that Arthur and Matt do nothing but give you. We gotta guff make fun of Matt, long. though. I mean, we gotta make fun of Matt, but we gotta make fun of Arthur. We really have to. Let's let's. Oh, yeah, a little funny. bit fun to Arthur. Like, what is he doing? Like that he can't call in, right? Well, not working. That's for not sure. working. Well, he called in one time when I filled he in did. last week. Yeah, with Dershowitz. With Alan Dershowitz. Yeah. Speaking of whom, well, you know what happened with Trump today. So oh, he was arraigned. So we're going to have the v- incomparable Professor Alan Dershowitz tell us what really happened today. Oh, we're going to have him on our show. That's number one, and then we're going to go to. Transit Thursday with my favorite chief of the NYPD, Chief Kemper. 
He's going to tell us what's going on. And I do know there was something else that happened that you alerted me to that happened on the LIRR Yes, there was a today. derailment uh, at, in uh, Jamaica. In Jamaica, yeah. So I th- I, when I, the last injuries. I saw, I think there were seven people injured. Yeah, was that's, the last that's I saw not good. That. I don't think they know exactly what happened yet. I guess we'll find out. That's scary. I You'll always have to talk worry about, about that tomorrow. That. I always I know, worry about that. I know, I know. But Whenever Kemper doesn't cover that. He covers only Subway. We talked about that earlier. But, well, then I'll just have to worry for the next 24 hours. You'll have to hours. worry. But then guess what else? Guess what today is? What? The grand opening, or grand opening, or just the opening night of Back to the Future, the oh, musical very on I Broadway. I can't wait to see that. I, am, I really I want to see that. I loved that movie. See, I have a controversial opinion about this. You do? I do. So I do think it looks like a really cool production, but as a person who appreciates... Uh, the uh, golden age of Broadway. It, it kind of frustrates me when they just mine old movies and turn them I into musicals. It. So, but I do I think it, it looks like I, a great production. It was amazing. I have to We're going to have Adam Weinstock, one of the producers, um, produced a lot of stuff. But before, without further ado, I got to bring on. We have him on the line. I got to bring on Professor Alan Dershowitz. We have to have a Trump update. So let's get a Trump update, Professor Alan Dershowitz. So the headlines are: Trump pleads not guilty at the arraignment for 2020 election indictment. So we decided we needed to go to the expert, Absolutely. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us, Professor. It's a bad day for America. We now have news that just came up that uh, there is evidence that President Joe Biden basically complained that his attorney general, Merrick Garland, who serves at his pleasure, uh, was really uh, sitting on his rear end instead of going after prosecuting Donald Trump. When the president of the United States urges his attorney general to prosecute the man who's running against him, now running neck and neck in the polls, the man I intend to vote against, Donald Trump. But when the president of the United States urges the prosecution of his political opponent, we're getting close to banana republic land. We're not there, but it's a step in the wrong direction. This doesn't sit well with me at all. January 6th was a horrible day for the United States, for everyone. A lot of this is Donald Trump's fault. That's why I'm not going to vote for him. Uh, He has divided the country. His speech on January 6th was a disaster. But the indictment lied about his speech on December 6th. It left out the key words that he told his people to protest peacefully and patriotically. And so Smith was as guilty of lying as he accused Trump of lying, you can lie by omission and commission. And, and, and Smith lied by omission, by leaving out those critical words and uh, uh, misled the American public into thinking that uh, President Trump may have actually called for violence, which he didn't. He called for peaceful and patriotic demonstrations, which he's entitled to do under the First Amendment. So how did the arraignment go today? Well, arraignments are, are nothing burgers. Uh, you know, uh, you stand in front of the uh, the magistrate and you issue a plea of not guilty. Uh, my own view is that uh, the Trump people ought to immediately, I mean yesterday, but certainly today, certainly tomorrow, ought to object to the case being tried in the District of Columbia and being tried in front of a judge who has expressed views negative to Trump, expressed views against the demonstration praised by comparison the demonstration of the Black Lives Matters people who took lives and, and, and lost uh, uh, property and, 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 and worked in a law firm, a law firm that has been guilty of conflict of interest after conflict of interest and corruption after corruption. I got them disqualified from a case not so long ago because of their conflict of interest. And this is where she learned how to practice law. And she has a conflict of interest. She was in the firm 
when they represented Hunter Biden in the Burisma matter. Mm-hmm. So she ought to yeah. out of this case yesterday. And the case ought to be out of the District of Columbia yesterday. It ought to be moved to West Virginia or Virginia, where at least there's some potential for a jury of one's peers instead of a jury comprised of the most anti-Trump voters in the United States of America. Professor Dershowitz, this is Joe Sebelia here. I'm curious to know what's going to happen with the six co-conspirators. They'll probably be indicted. The reason they haven't been named is they're probably trying to get them to flip. They're putting pressure on them. You know that you prosecutors not only can make witnesses sing, they can often make them compose uh, and make up stories or exaggerate stories. And um, uh, the pressure is on them. And Rudy Giuliani is almost certainly uh, one of them. This indictment endangers not only the First Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, because it threatens lawyers. Uh, We have something called the 65 Project that is now threatening lawyers. I wrote an article against the 65 Project they threatened lawyers. And what do you think they did? They filed the bar complaint against me. Uh, and they're filing bar complaints against any lawyer who tried to defend the Constitution on behalf of Donald Trump. So our, our right of counsel is in danger. Our right of protest is in danger. Our free speech is in danger. This has not been a good week for democracy. It sounds like a horrible week. I know that there were four charges. Uh, do you know anything more about them? Of course, I read the indictment very carefully. The fourth charge is the most absurd. It's under the Ku Klux Klan statute. It says that anybody who goes on the highway mask and tries to prevent people from voting, it's, it was designed to prevent the Ku Klux Klan from stopping uh, African-Americans from voting. But it has an interesting provision in it. It says that if two people or more try to deny somebody their constitutional rights, they're guilty. Now, Jack Smith has been trying to deny Donald Trump his constitutional rights. What if the court ultimately holds that Trump had a constitutional right to uh, contest the election. Will Jack Smith be guilty of violating the very statute that he indicted Donald Trump on? I'm not suggesting he is. I'm just saying that the statute is so broad and vague and the indictment is so broad and vague that almost anybody could be brought under it. And that that endangers our freedoms. This is scary all around. I, I'm not a Trump supporter myself, but this to me, it's it's just scary in what's happening. And it's scary for just normal people. You never know. I mean, this is happening to this human being this high up. What could happen to everyone else? Well, we're seeing the Republicans now doing tit for tat. They're going after uh, Biden and trying to impeach him on constitutional grounds. I would defend Biden as vigorously as I defended Trump. If which is what is we respect indicted. about you, which is, is the uh, reason that you're here now. Constitutional grounds. Well, I appreciate it. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you. For thank you, Professor. <laughs> good, good. Thank you, you Professor Dershowitz, for always well. saying Thanks. yes. Thank you so much for being uh, a guest tonight. So, you know, this is scary. <laughs> this I is know. super scary. I, I'm going to we're going to go off this subject now. I'm going to tell you what's coming up next, because we have Chief Kemper. He's going to do Transit Thursday. We're going to talk about the subway. We're going to talk about fair evasion. Then we're going to go to Adam Weinstock, a Broadway producer. Back to the Future musical we just said is going to open tonight. I'm super excited. And then we'll wrap up with some fun stuff right after. Great. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have to ask you some questions on air, too. Oh, well, I'm going to get grilled. There we go. All right. See you soon. Be right back. Investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. 
That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Summer isn't over yet, and Bay Ridge Honda is turning up the heat by saving you $1,500. You heard that right, $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. They are your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. Right now, get 0% APR financing and 0% down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you'll receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your new vehicle with them. Even if you don't buy a vehicle from them, they will buy your vehicle from you. Visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This deal ends August 30th, 2023. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Everyone knows the old saying, nothing lasts forever. Well, Whoever said that obviously never bought a timeshare. Not only do your maintenance fees and assessment fees go on forever, they go up forever. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Over 10 years ago, I was a timeshare salesman. But once I saw the dark side of the business, I quit. I started helping folks get out of their timeshares. Since then, we've helped over 30,000 families by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, If you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. Give us a call. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-839-8484. That's 800-839-8484. 800-839-8484. Let's talk about Connors and Sullivan. We all know that planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Correct. On my birthday, on your birthday, the soon as possible, that's the way to go. You may need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, an estate plan. The goal of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. So visit them for a free, no-obligation consultation. Call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. 
let's take the A train. Dukes, songs will take you right straight up to heaven. And we are listening to a beautiful song. I don't know, is this in honor of Chief of Transit Michael Kemper or is this? I think it's a double whammy because we should be celebrating the life of Tony Bennett, whose birthday would have been today. He would have been 97, but sadly we did lose him last month. We lost him actually on my cousin Elaine's birthday. How about that? How about that? Can so, you, I, I feel like we've been losing all the legends. We lost Tony Bennett. We lost Paul Rubens this week. Yes. We lost Sinead O'Connor, if you consider her a legend. I, I so, do consider her a legend, actually. She she may have been controversial, but she, she made some great music. So this song was written by a gentleman by the name of Billy Strayhorn, and this song, Take the A-Train, became the signature tune of Duke Ellington's orchestra. Really? Yeah. Who would have known? And Tony Bennett sang it. There you go. Tony! Tony the New Yorker. Well, we got another New Yorker that we're going to talk to. We do our Transit Thursday with my favorite NYPD Chief of Transit, Michael Kemper. How are you? Joan, good afternoon. How are you doing? I am doing amazing now that you're on the line, and I am in a darn good mood. I heard Matt trying to, like, talk to you a little bit about my mood earlier when he got you on the line. Well, listen, before we start, I have to say everyone's talking about how great your hair looks today. So <laughs> I, I, I love it. About. Undeniable. Well, you know, and I got to see you on Monday, which was really fortunate at the New York uh, police, 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 I can't speak today, police athletic league luncheon where Commissioner yeah. Bratton spoke. And it was such an honor to be in the room with you. And you got some kudos right there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. We, you know, listen, I've been going to those uh, police athletic league uh, uh, events for a while now. It's a great organization for a great cause. And listen, you know, someone like me to be in the same room and, and have uh, Commissioner Bratton say hello to you, know who you are, and speak to you, that's a big deal to me because uh, he was the chief of transit uh, back when I was a, a young cop, and he. You know, he did, he did a lot of good. He, he's a legend in the uh, policing uh, world. Well, and you're sure. a legend now in the transit world. So thank you for agreeing. And I did not have my hair cut on Monday, so you didn't get to see it. But I'll send you a picture. I'm telling you, people <laughs> are talking. There you go. Well, I want to talk today. So obviously we always ask you about crime. So I'm going to ask you about crime. But I also want to talk. There's a new um, accessibility uh news item that's been out there, that there are stations that are more accessible. Unfortunately, we don't have Alex Garrett here to talk about that today, but we'll definitely talk about it with him next week. I'd like to ask about that. And finally, I want to talk about the fact that subway fares are going up. And how is that going to affect what you do with fare evasion? So I'll start with the, uh, let's start with crime, and then we'll go to fare evasion. And I got a good story for you, an interesting story about fare evasion and, you know, the importance and what, what it you know, what we get from it. And, uh, uh, but I'll start to crime. I mean, here we are. What's today? Today's August 3rd. So we'll talk about the crime numbers for the month of July. Uh, they were released yesterday. Um, you know, crime was down 9.9% in the uh, subway system for the month of July versus uh, the year before, which was uh, a good thing, you know, down 9.9% versus last year. When looking bigger picture at year to date, you know, January 1st up until present, Crime right now in the subway system is down uh, 5.1% versus last year. You know, most notably when looking at the crimes, robbery, I mean, we're down 13.5% this year in robberies versus last year, which is uh, 
which is a great thing. And, you know, when comparing crime versus pre-pandemic, this is a conversation I have and a question everyone wants to know. Like, what about pre-pandemic years? You know, just looking at that 2019, you know, the last full year right before the uh, pandemic hit, uh, we're down 6.4% versus 19 and we're, you know, we're, we're down over 6% versus 18. So, listen, we're encouraged. A lot of work going on. A lot of great, great work, hard work, long hours by the men and women of the NYPD. You know, just uh, really, really working hard. And it's, it's reaping benefits. Thank you. Yeah, it's encouraging to hear it. Joe, you got a question. Yeah, Chief Cameron, this is Joe Sibilia again, co-hosting with Joan Pelzer tonight on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Uh, you know, we've been seeing with the MTA, they've been transitioning to this new Omni payment system. Uh, what impact do you think this is going to have on FairVision overall? So, Joe, um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think in the, in the future, and don't hold me to, you know, you know, months, years, I think that's going to be the way to go. You know, right now you have different options of paying with swiping and tapping. Uh, I, I think the Omni is going to take over in the near future. Um, and that's something that you got to check with the NTA about, you know, in relation to what their projection is on that when that's happening. But, Listen, at the end of the day, people got to pay their fare, right? Uh, whether it's a full fare or reduced fare, uh, our students get, uh, uh, you know, cards to, to go to and from school. Uh, and then there's a fair fares program for people that uh, qualify. I think it's a 50% reduction on fare. And, you know, to us, it doesn't matter uh, what type of payment method you use as long as you enter the system. Uh, legally and lawfully. And, you know, this fair evasion, it's all about correcting very visible unlawful behavior uh, that leads to crime and, and the perception and, and the fear that, that our riders experience. It's and not, it's not going to, simply put, it's not going to affect, you know, how we conduct business. You still got to have to pay. And a, apparently some passengers paid more than others because yeah, Omni. Omni some people were using mistake. Omni the other day and they were charged $2.90 for their fare a few weeks in advance of the actual fare hike. So yeah. we're going to have to see yeah, some of these I bugs worked that. out. I heard, that, I heard they were uh, reimbursed. I heard it was just a, uh, it, it happened. Listen, it happened. Of right? course, of course. Let me tell you, I had a friend in, in town yesterday, uh, last night and today, and she used her credit card for the first time. She didn't even know she could do it, and I showed her how to do it using Omni, and she was like, wow, this is revolutionary. It was so much easier. Oh, my God, right? Yeah. It, it is. And it's so amazing how technologically advanced we are right now, and I, I often wonder, like, where are we going to be in 20 years from now? Yeah, you're just right? going to walk in and your fingerprint or something. I will tell you, I did buy a weekly ticket this week because I was taking the subway more. So I wanted to just buy that weekly and not have to pay every time. Well, you better you better pay your fare, John. Because I, I do. Don't hear this. Thirty-three dollars so, this week. Listen, if you get arrested, at least your mugshot's going to look good because I heard your <laughs> hair is amazing. My hair is amazing. My hair is amazing. So can we switch gears a little and talk about accessibility? I understand there's going to be more accessibility, some some more uh, elevators and things like that. How will that affect what you do? So, listen, before we touch on that, I want to talk about a story about fare evasion, and I talk about this a lot, and this is a you know, very, very important component to our, our crime uh, reduction strategy. And, sure. and just while we're talking about it, I'll talk about something that just happened, uh, you know, within the last hour or two in Brooklyn. Uh, you know, cops in Brooklyn uh, at the Atlantic Avenue station, they stopped a, uh, a 21-year-old for, uh, uh, you know, entering the system without paying. They stopped him. And uh, what did he have on him? A loaded forty caliber gun. Whoa! So, you know, so that's uh, that's gun number fourteen uh, this year in the first seven months from uh, 
just fair evasion encounters. So, listen, again, I, I, I spoke about this in, in nauseam and length on, on your show, and uh, there's so much value uh, with that fair evasion. But as far as you said, what was that question again regarding elevators, Joe? So, no, but it's interesting that you uh, – I just want to go back to what you just talked about. Like, that, that is just – that means you were able to stop something before it happened. That's what you're what? there to do anyway. And you were able to do it with something that was a lesser crime that could have been a worse crime. Joan, absolutely. That's our goal to prevent crime. Listen, I, I, we talk about this all the time. I talk to my cops, supervisors and, you know, arrests are great. Right. You know, arrests for crimes that occur are great. But you know what's better than the arrest? The crime not happening. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah. We're in business. Our, our first goal is to prevent the crime from happening in the first place. And who knows what this what this twenty uh, one year old's intent was bringing the gun? Here's what we do know: uh, he no longer has that gun. Uh, so uh, the good news is we'll never uh, we'll never find out what what his intent was. Thank goodness. Uh- Chief Kemper, what has the Citizen app done to help address crime in the subway? And, and what do you know about this app? Yeah, I, I know about the app. It's, I, I think it's, again, it's, it's just another uh, technological tool uh, that's out there. And, you know, again, value and, and information and transparency for the, for, the, uh, for the public, you know, in almost in real time, it alerts the public to uh, what's going on. And what's cool about it, you know, investigatively, at least for us, is people are taking pictures and videos in real time uh, of what they're seeing and what's occurring um, which uh, which helps us out in, in identifying either uh, perpetrators of crimes or, or potential witnesses or something as simple as explaining what the heck happens uh, when we get there. And, and uh, uh, more often than not, um, those uh, alerts go out and those videos are taken prior to us getting there. So again, I'm in support of uh, I'm in support of that uh, that platform. And, and it, I think the public should also. It's, it's really, really uh, good for transparency and information. Well, well as I, I use it all the time, too. A, as way. I talk to you, yeah. I, I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, John. No, not but at all. As I speak to you, uh, Chief Kemper, uh, I'm taking a look at a video, and the headline over the video is Passengers Evacuated from Subway for NYPD Investigation. I guess this was in Uh-oh. East New York. Uh, do you know anything about this in particular? I, I figured I'd just ask you while I had you on the phone. <laughs> location is going on right now? Uh, no, no, no. This was going on, uh, appears to be last night. Around ten o'clock. Oh yeah, I do know about that. That was uh, there was uh, an emotionally disturbed person walking on the tracks. Oh jeez. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, and and, and he uh, uh, he was uh, non-compliant. Uh, it took us a while. Uh, you know, it, it took uh, well over an hour um, to uh, successfully get him off the track, which we did with the assistance of our emergency service unit. Uh, but what happened was when uh, when he was on a track refusing to get off and he was walking away, it uh, obviously we would have to stop the train from uh, operating on that uh, on that platform. That was in District 33. That was last night. So um, the good news is, is we got him off the track safely. There were no injuries to him or cops and service resumed right after. Thank, Thank goodness. You. Thank you for that. I, I want to go back to the accessibility because it directly relates to this. I saw something where um, someone was attacked in an elevator, MTA elevator, and accessibility is great. I think it's fantastic. More accessibility for folks, elevators, escalators, but 
I get scared when I'm in an elevator in the uh, in the transit system. Do you ever ride an elevator, Joseph? Uh, you know, I have on occasion, and I agree with you. I, I do sometimes feel unsafe it's in the elevator. It's a little elevators. less, it's a little, it feels claustrophobic in a way because you can't escape. So, Chief Kemper, any tips for folks that do need to ride an elevator or don't have a choice because that's what's available at that station? Listen, you could compare that elevator to a subway car, too, right? I mean, depending on the train you're on, um, it, it could be an express. You know, once those doors close and that train leaves the station, um, and, and, and there are some cars now that are riding through the city that uh, uh, the cars separating, you know, the doors separating the cars, they don't open. Yes. Um, so for lack of better words, is, is, is you're trapped. You, you know, you, you're, you're in that car for the duration of that train getting to the next stop. So very similar to what you're explaining with the elevator. Once those elevator doors close, uh, you're in that elevator. It's a closed environment. There's no really room to, it's not like the street where uh, you can make a run for it, right? Right, right. an uh, elevator or a, a, a escalator or stairs, you can run in either direction. Yeah. Yeah. My, my tip would be, you know, I give these tips uh, and you, you could take these tips for, and they're not perfect, you know, but you, you could use these tips for anywhere, not just an elevator or an escalator or a, a train is be aware of your surroundings and, and, and try and go on that elevator um, either by yourself, if, if that would make you feel comfortable or, or, or with the crowd. Um, if you don't feel comfortable getting on the elevator uh, for whatever reason, trust your gut. Don't get on that elevator mm-hmm. or don't get on that subway car yeah. um, and, and wait for the next one or, or use the stairs or, or, or use the uh, escalator. Uh, but, I mean, there's no perfect answer, Joan, that I can give you other than trust your your, your gut, uh, be aware of your surroundings, and, and, and just keep your eyes open and, and always, always be careful. Great always tips. Be careful. Great tips for being in New York in general. Thank you so much. Chief of NYPD, Chief of Transit, Michael Kemper, thank you for joining us once again for Transit Thursday. It was my pleasure to be able to speak to you and interview you today with Joey Sebelia. Joan, Matt, Joe. You will. And, and Joan, I got to see this hair, please. You so, will. Please. I promise. <laughs> Have a great I mean, evening. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone is talking about it. And Joey Sebelia is red hair, too. <laughs> Thank Listen, you so you much. Guys, a quick shameless plug, my social media where we uh, put a lot of info up. And, you know, on Instagram and Twitter is the uh, NYPD Transit or NYPD Chief of Transit. Um, it's, it's, it's the greatest social media sites uh, ever, ever created on, in, in history. I agree. So, uh, yeah. I agree. You do a great job, and, and you keep the information current, so we appreciate that, and we will share it. Thank you so much. Joan, be well. Thank you again. You too. Have a great night, Chief Kemper. That was Chief Kemper. We will be right back after this break. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. Join us tonight for Radio Night Live's Legal Night as we break down the Trump indictments. Alan Dershowitz and former prosecutor Bob Barr join me. That's tonight at 7. 
This is Mike Gallagher. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are traveling to the Holy Land on the Stand with Israel tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. This is a trip of a lifetime. You don't want to miss it. Register today before it's too late. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519. And together, let's Stand with Israel. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM 970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM 970 The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and graduation season is here, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well, tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters, courts schools, television stations, they're all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuda, and Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala, Bertuna, and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. I didn't get my song. What song? Like, it's Here's Arthur, but it's not Arthur, it's Joni and Joe. Okay. Yeah, and come we on. Get a man. Song again, Matt? The, the imaging's Slackin'. not going to change just because you guys are hosting. <laughs> this is Joni Pelzer with Joey Sibilia and Sam Bellino. We are back in the second half of our show. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're driving safely. If yes. you're in transit, if you're not under the ground, or if you're listening underground, I hope you're being safe, as Chief Kemper so just told us. This were television, you were looking at Joan's hair right now and you were driving. You would be so <laughs> distracted. It would be a disaster altogether. This could affect the future of the entire space-time <laughs> continuum. Oh, it's your boy. kids, Joan. It's your kids. <laughs> so why are we saying this? Oh, well, because we're going to be talking about this brand new musical that has gotten so much hype, and I know some people who have went to see the previews already and have heard nothing but stellar reviews of it, and that is Back to the Future the Musical, which is officially opening tonight, tonight on Broadway at the Winter Garden Theater. On Broadway, and we are very lucky because right now we have one of the producers... Adam Weinstock, his company he's co-founder of is Red Spear Productions. He produces this. He also produces Eisenhower, which I'm about to see shortly. He's also president of Creative Concept Productions. Let me just tell you about him. Adam is not only a producer of radio, film, theater. He has also produced nearly 100 productions from L.A. to New York, Chicago, Dublin, London, And his company, Red Spear Productions, has earned nearly two dozen Tony nominations and nine Olivier nominations. Wow, that's very impressive. Pretty impressive impressive man, huh? That's quite the Welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Mr. Adam Weinstock. Oh, hello there. Did I make you sound good? Yeah, you. I was marveling. <laughs> I was marveling at it. Well, you you, know, you are a marvel. You impress me. Let me tell you. And tonight, congratulations on the opening of Back to the Future the Musical. Thank you. Are you? So much. You were at the Impressing Michael J. You Fox. Is no small feat. Well, I think is no small feat. <laughs> you and I have a lot of people in common, which is kind of fun in in the theater me world. Too. Yeah, it is. It's kind of fun. But are you going to the opening tonight? I know you've seen it a number of times already. Not tonight. This is real. You know, there are no rules anymore. Right. So tonight's opening is really for press. Right. It's it's the official opening night, which you need to name. But the big party was last week. So the reviews will come out tomorrow. You know, fingers crossed. Um, but the big, big, big party, and it was one of the most outrageous opening nights I was ever at as far as celebrities that were there and everyone being like so wonderful, like beyond wonderful, you know, because it was a benefit too, though, right? It was the purpose of it was a benefit for the Michael J. Fox foundation. I really like the way this team has done things all along. You know, we did our, I could have told you about back to the future in 2019. We went. We we opened in Manchester in 2020, March of 2020, and we played two weeks and got a dozen brilliant reviews. And then we all know what happened in March of 2020. Oh yeah, shut down. But we got to open and get great reviews. I was going to go over in April because at that time I was still teaching, and I was going to go break just to to go to Manchester. And I'd never been there. Usually I'm in London, and, and um. 
the way they did this opening night was it was a benefit to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. So every ticket was a donation to raise money for Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox was there. For Parkinson's. That was That's amazing that they did that. That is great. Right? Yeah, what a cool thing to do to combine an opening night with a benefit for a wonderful cause. Yeah, I think that's you know? that's so unique. Has that ever happened on Broadway? I'm sure we didn't reinvent the wheel with this, but not to my knowledge lately. And, and you know, going back to what I just said, there weren't a lot of opening night parties when Broadway reopened because they weren't, you can't get sick. And, yeah. and people were still in that mode where they, they weren't even sure if they wanted to go to the shows in the first place, let alone socialize. So, so. We, were, we were showing our vaccination cards in the theater. We were wearing masks in the theater. Yep. I was at a show yesterday, a brilliant show, and uh, you know, one person had a mask on That's, uh, around me. You know, But, you know, if your immune system is compromised, by all means, you, you do you. You know, I don't care. But, you know, the whole audience was Absolutely. pretty much unmasked. Oh, we're ta- we're talking with Adam Weinstock, who was one of the producers of Back to the Future, the musical, which has its official opening tonight at the Winter Garden Theater here in New York City. Uh, I'm curious to know, Adam, how much has this show changed since the previews began back in June, I believe? And generally, when you produce a Broadway show, how much will a show change and transform from when the previews begin to when the show officially opens? Well, since it's officially opening. <laughs> tonight and uh and we had a big party last time i bet it hasn't changed much in a week i don't think since when i saw it tuesday for the opening night gala the michael j fox benefit till tonight i sincerely doubt anything was changed but you know there are moments that can go smoother there are things that might have worked you know in london that don't necessarily work in america like if you need a chair on a stage in london usually an actor walks out and puts it down if you want to chill on a stage in America, it just sort of gets out there magically. It just sort of appears. It's mechanical. And there's a chair. You know what I mean? So there are, there are different things that work there and that work here. Oh, that's um, interesting. In the two productions, well, we brought two leads over from London. Actually, they brought a lead from America to London. His name is Roger Bart. He's playing Doc Brown. He is the most wonderful individual. He answers my DMs. He follows me. And I had never met him in person. He was in the producers, for those who don't know. Uh, uh, am I correct? He played um, uh, the um, the uh, the assistant to the Carmen director. Dia? I'm trying to think. Was it Carmen Dia? Was it? Was it? Was it? I, th- I, I think I think that might have been his name. He might have won a Tony. I think he might have been up for a Tony for that. Look that up, Sibelia. I think he was young Frankenstein and young Frankenstein. He was Frankenstein. Yes, 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 I think he was. And he sang for Hercules in the Disney Hercules film. Well, you know, my, you know my friend, our theater friend, who you probably may even know, our technical director of AMT Theater, Tamara Flanagan, she went to see Back to the Future, the musical, in London. Yeah. She went recently. Yeah, she had to go. She's friends oh, with... Oh, so she Roger Bart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she probably didn't see Roger. Yeah. She was probably here rehearsing. May I don't know. I have to ask her now. Now I have to get her on the show and ask her. Well, I was you know, with her today. so I see him at the opening night party, and he's so magnanimous, and I'm talking to him about Eisenhower. He goes, oh, yeah, you're publicizing that all over the place. I go, what? You follow me? He's like, of course. I'm like, dude, so down to earth. You know, when he's doing eight shows a day in this big musical, and I don't want to give anything away, but there, when I go to the theater, I'm a really 
very tough house. Like, I'm like, why did they do this? Why are they saying that again? Why is it like, you know, I didn't have a problem with anything in Back to the Future. And there's a moment where he sings and dances, and he's joined by some dancing girls, and I can't go any further because it gives away a great moment. And it works for me. It just, All right. It just really worked. I, I want to jump in real quick. I, I love that we have this discussion, and I'd love to have it even further, but I want to really quick, before we have one minute left to go, I want you to just mention what's going on with Eisenhower, the other show that you're really heavily involved with. There are a few one-person productions on Broadway, which are which, which actors are giving the performance of a decade. One is Juliet Stevenson in a show called The Doctor at the Armory. The other is Sean Hayes is amazing in Goodnight Oscar. But John Rubenstein as Eisenhower is it's a master class. He's on the stage all by himself. He does it six times a week. He's Flipping phenomenal. We're looking at extending. We're looking at touring it. We're looking at filming it. Wow. I can't wait to see it. I have to come see it. Maybe I can take Joe Sebelia with me. Oh, I'd love that. I would love it, too. Adam, please promise you'll come back on the show to visit us again. This is too brief a visit. I'd love to. I love having you on. Joe Sebelia has tons more questions, but we are out of time. And I apologize, but go and enjoy you are going to get great reviews. I just feel it. And go and enjoy and bask in it. Ten seconds. I'm telling you, the minute the curtain comes down, those reviews will be online. Well, we're going to look and we're going to and I'm going to text you and call you immediately. Yeah. You just have to sit around at Sardis and wait wait for them. They're going to be tonight. Excellent. Well, Back to the Future, the musical opening tonight on Broadway. Love when a new show opens on Broadway. We will be right back. Sibelia, Sambolino and Joni be right back after the break. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, hip-hop legend KRS-One. We have a bunch of different little jobs that are going on within hip-hop. New jobs can emerge for people if we just focus on ourselves and get organized. Saturday afternoon at 2.30 p.m., Encore at 9 p.m. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. I want to introduce you to a unique health care provider that may make your life easier called InfuCare Rx. Under the watchful eye of my good friend, Devin Patel, founder and CEO, InfuCare Rx is a leading nationwide specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. If you're currently in need of infusion services, whether IV or sub-Q infusions, InfuCare Rx can offer a positive lifestyle change by providing these services in the comfort of your home. 
rather than from a clinic or hospital. Patients of InfuCare RX have access to their full clinical team via phone and digital access 24-7-365. Speak with your doctor and see if you're a candidate for the safe and convenient at-home infusion services of InfuCare RX. To review the services, please go to InfuCareRx.com. That's I-N-F-U-C-A-R-E-R-X.com. InfuCare RX, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. And you can dance for inspiration. Come on. Don't you love Madonna? No, I, I do. I'm not sure if our audience appreciates Madonna the way I do. Arthur likes Madonna, but I don't know if he's a Madonna you fan. Love, you I embody love Madonna. Madonna. I dress well, like what Madonna What do you make of all the Madonna hate that's been going on recently? They've been saying she's had too much work done. And, and... You know what? Leave the woman alone. Let her do what she wants. Exactly. I'm sick of people telling you what you should do. Like, Joe, go cut your hair. Yeah. Sambolino, shave. Shave, Sambolino. Right. Joni, you got a good haircut. You should cut it three weeks ago. I <laughs> Who mean, said come on. That? I don't know. I'm making that <laughs> up. Arthur Arthur told me to cut my hair. No, he didn't. Oh, come on. I'm kidding. But Madonna, I love Madonna. So tell us why you played this. There's a reason. So today in 1985, Madonna scored her first UK number one single with that particular song, Into the Groove. The track was taken from the movie, which I'm sure you've seen, Definitely Joe. Seeking Susan. Definitely yeah. Seeking Susan, which <laughs> featured Madonna and actress Rosanna, Rosanna Arquette. Arquette. Yep. Is, is that the one with the three triplets in it? Yes. In the scene? yes. So have you seen that documentary about them? No. There is a, okay, so these three gentlemen. Now we're going to talk about this. I'm yeah. sorry. I have to jump <laughs> in about this. off on a tangent. We have like five minutes left. I know, but, but you'll, you'll enjoy this. You'll, if you're a Madonna, I appreciate this. I love Madonna. So these three triplets were all separated at birth and adopted by different parents, and they didn't know each other, and one of them went the off Arquette? to college. No, uh, no, no. The, the the three triplets in the movie. She walks. I I think Madonna walks into the building or something, and they're okay. standing there on the corner. Okay, and they're kind of like whistling at her or yes. whatever, catcalling. And uh, so these three triplets who have the cameo <laughs> became catcalling is probably offensive to cats these days. That, probably <laughs> so. Can't use that. Probably so. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was a good cat. Thank you. Boy, I, we are losing I was it doing, tonight. I, are, was I doing, can't even reel this back in. I was doing the entire cast of the Flintstones earlier for Kevin McCullough's okay, new producer. Another she tangent was, here. Yeah, she so, was just can enjoying you get it to the no point, Sebelia? Yeah, it's, it's very tough I to I feel do like so. I'm Arthur right now. Yeah. Arthur would be like, what are Come you on, talking about? So anyway, so these two triplets separated at birth, and uh, one of them goes off to college, and, see, and th- they're all saying hi to him, and they're like, he's like, but that's not my name. And they said, wait a second, do you have a brother? Yeah. Or, or no, no, he didn't know he had a brother. But basically, I, 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 it's I'm too lost. much to explain. Maybe he could tell the rest of the story tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I mean, he's got a whole him. show. I have three minutes left. All right, all right, then get in what you want. All right, we'll talk more about the triplets tomorrow. I love you, you Joe Sebelia, <laughs> and I love your hair. Don't cut your hair. Very tough. It's very tough to like, well, I want talk to about talk something. about me. Next time, the Cliff Notes version of the story, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> well, in 1985, I was Madonna. I went to the Madonna concert in high school dressed as Madonna, and my grandfather grabbed my arm, and I was like, oh, my God, what is he going to do? He saw these, these things on my arm. They were those uh, vacuum bands 
vacuum cleaner bands. He grabs me. I'm like, is he going to hurt me? He's taking me down into his shop. It's going to hurt me. He opens a drawer. He must have had thousands of them. And he goes, you want to wear jewelry? This is jewelry to you? This is rubber bands from a vacuum cleaner. Here, take them all. And I had the best rubber bracelets that Madonna used to wear. You covered like your whole arm with them? My whole arm and and those gloves that I cut off. I still have it. We dressed, we did this last year. Weren't you at the party at Friars Club? Uh, Yeah, I was. Speaking of Friars Club, Club, that's a nice segue, I love that story. (laughs) Nice segue into Friars Club. (laughs) Yes, the Friars Club. They have uh, uh, some big news that came out, I guess, this week. Uh, that they're going to be doing their own channel on uh, Sirius. Sirius. I don't know if we can mention Sirius on here or not, but well, why not? I mean, well, you just did. Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> I was kind of goaded into mentioning it, but uh, but goated. they're going to have their own channel. They're going to air all the roasts. It's going to be pretty exciting. That's going to be pretty exciting. And you have your own Friars podcast. Yes, I do. That will not be airing on Sirius. Well, but I'd I, like you to talk about that tomorrow night on the show that that you're doing for us tomorrow night. The, uh, absolutely. Talk a little bit about your podcast and the folks you've had on. You've had some amazing Joan, you're guests. the boss. Whatever you want. If I, I don't am have, the boss. If I have time I after explaining the, the triplets, I will be more than happy to talk about <laughs> I, the podcast. I don't, even, I don't even know what the triplets thing was yet. All right. Well, wait. Guess what? Guess what you're both coming to? What? An event Ooh. that we're having. Guess what event we're having? Oh, is this today? an invitation for This me? is an invitation to Billy. As if you needed an invitation well, to Billy. Well, you know, Come I on. don't know. I got to make a little <laughs> funny. Don't I? I don't want to impose myself. Don't I have to make That's a little fine. fun? Yeah, we need him there for we comic need a relief. Fun. We need him for comic relief. So on Monday, August 14th, this has all been like cemented recently. Monday, August 14th, for two hours, 6 to 8 p.m., AM 970 and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. We are back near Grand Central at Pershing Square Terrace, right near Grand Central. I know. Thank you very much. That's very exciting. You were at the last one. We did this. We did this recently. This oh, yes. is a huge event, though. This is not one person or two people. This is ginormous event. Arthur is going to be joined by members of the Midtown Bid Coalition. Bid is Business Improvement District. Midtown Bid Coalition, a partnership of business improvement districts made up of Times Square Alliance, Grand Central Partnership, Garment District Alliance, Madison Avenue Bid, East Midtown Partnership, Fifth Avenue Bid, and the Hudson Yards Hell's Kitchen Alliance which came together in 2022 to start advocating for safer streets and solutions to address quality of life issues. I just passed that the other day, actually, because I was over, well, today, actually, well, gosh, today, I was at Hudson Yards getting my hair done, so I passed the, it's called HYHK. It's got a little emblem out there, so I'm excited to see all of these folks. They're all working together to advocate for common goals, highlight the triumphs and the growth of Midtown business community, food, drink, shopping, building, real estate, nothing off the table. The Midtown Bid Coalition comes together with us, all of us together at Pershing Square, 6 to 8 p.m. August 14th. I'm actually really excited for this. We had such a fun time the last time we were at Pershing Square, so I'm really looking forward to going back. We did, and we're going to have cocktails after the show. Oh, really? After. That's never as much fun. (laughs) Never as much fun. I so appreciate you sitting next to me, Sibelia, as oh, my thank co-host. Thank you for having me. And my other co-host, who is the regular co-host. Thank you. Mr. According Sam to Bolino. his email uh, uh, signature. And That's we miss right. Arthur, and we miss, exactly. And we miss Arthur, and we miss Alex G. But thank you to all our guests tonight. I really appreciate you all being here for us. And tomorrow night, Joe Sibelia, and stay tuned right now for the great Kevin McCullough, starting at 7 p.m. on AM 970. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you for listening to us. And listen for the triplets tomorrow. <laughs> Whoa, looking forward to it. <laughs>
Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.